0: A packed are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road riding with you in the sunnier days. I wouldn't want it any other way.
1: Hello and welcome to episode one hundred and fifty-nine of the Corin Ninja Podcast. I'm your host, Corinne Nidja, and this week on the show, we have Tim James, founder of Chemical Free Body and host of the podcast, The Health Hero Show. Tim is passionate about helping everybody ignite their highest excitement in life by putting themselves and their health first. You can find more from Tim at www.chemicalfreebody.com and Chemical Free Body on social media. In this episode, Tim shares his incredible journey to plant-based living, overcoming acid reflux and losing 35 pounds, as well as how he came to adopt a chemical-free life. I absolutely loved chatting to Tim and I can't wait for you to hear his story. Hello, Tim, and welcome to the show. Hi, Corrine. Thanks
0: for having me on today.
1: It's my absolute pleasure. I was really excited to speak to you, actually. I think that it's a really great time to be talking to someone like yourself who's doing the work that you're doing when we are in the midst of a global pandemic, to be looking at ways that we can really support our immune systems and, and, and strengthen them from the inside out. Like, What a great time to be chatting with you of all times. So I'm aware that it's late in the evening over where you are. (laughs) So it's early in the morning here. (laughs) We're getting it done. (laughs) We're getting it done. So yeah, I just wanted you to just begin at the beginning with your story. How did you you come to create Chemical Free Body, which is your website, so chemicalfreebody.com? How did you begin this journey coaching and helping people to become chemical free and Start at the beginning of that journey and then we'll talk about what it actually means to be chemical free.
0: So I guess it starts like I grew up actually um, over in eastern Oregon uh, on a cattle and hay farm. So I hunted and fished a lot, um, kind of a redneck and um, had a lot of fun doing that, lived out in the the woods or you guys call it the bush, right? Yeah. (laughs) I was out in the bush a lot. (laughs) and uh had a good time with my friends doing all that stuff. I ended up uh baseball was kind of my passion for sports, and I played that at a high level for thirty years and what ended up happening was you know fast forward to age thirty seven I had uh, gained thirty eight pounds um you know, I had the house and the kids and you know dogs and all that stuff and mortgage payment and and um I found myself thirty eight pounds overweight, I had eczema on both of my elbows and my knee. It was cracking and bleeding. I was ruining shirts and bleeding on people's couches. And then I had another skin issue on my right shoulder, kind of bubble up. It was like this fat growth. It was really nasty. And then um, I was uh, my I, my energy started waning. Uh, I wasn't sleeping good. It was like every year I gained two or three pounds, and I was getting worse. Right. Finally, the last few years, I, a couple years there, I was um, when I would when I go to the bathroom, I'd literally poop rocks, and blood was coming out. So I was. This went on for a couple of years, and being a guy—not all guys, but I just buried my head in the sand. I didn't tell anybody. i was just, It was very painful to go to the bathroom. Like when I had to go, I was like, "Oh God!" Because I knew it was going to be. It's like level seven, level eight pain every time. You know, it was like very extrruciating, and then blood and stuff. And it's just like, "God, I hope that goes away." But whatever, you know. So uh, doctors wanted me to go on Prilosec, but that sounded weird. So I just kept eating Tums and Rolaids all day long like candy for my acid indigestion, acid reflux. So anyway, that was me. And uh, then it culminated on a trip to, to Peru with my wife and her dad. We were down there um, just north of uh, Tumbes in uh, in a place called Tumbes. North of just south of Ecuador, in this place, northern Peru called Tumbes. And all of a sudden I wasn't feeling good. I started sweating on a boat trip out in the ocean and we came back and I was all of a sudden I bent over and then they had to basically drive me through the night on this bumpy road for six hours and every bump was painful. Um, get me to a hospital in Peora, doped me up. And then her dad was, a, he actually ran a clinic. He ran a whole hospital in Lima. So he had, he's like, you're not getting taken care of here. I'm going to get you to my clinic and you don't put somebody in my situation on a, on a plane, but they did. We got an emergency plane flight, flew me commercially to Lima, landed, took a and – and we got in this little taxi called a Tico, and it's like the size of a tin can. It's like – and you put your luggage on top. It was just like – and I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh, so we, we land and we get there, and they wheel me right into surgery. And um, so what ended up happening was is I ruined my vacation, not just for me but for everybody else around me. So what I realized was is that my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. And we don't think about that.
1: Just to pause, that's such an interesting learning from that experience. Like many people wouldn't have come to that same conclusion. You were so sick and from the outside just thinking like, wow, you were so sick. And I, I wasn't expecting you to be like, I ruined my vacation. But you're right. Like that's the thing we don't think about when we have chronic illness. and And it seems... A bit almost unkind to say it when you're outside of it. But when you're in it and you notice, wow, my health affects my parents, my partner, my children, my like, it, it has overarching, uh, it, it has a over a giant reach around the suffering, like your suffering. It's there's suffering everywhere that is outside of you, external to you, which is actually a really, a really important lesson that people kind of don't notice when you're sometimes in the thick of it.
0: I actually saw this as a financial advisor. These people would come in, they have millions of dollars, but their health was messed up. I didn't know what I was doing back then with that, but I'm just like, you got to get this figured out. One lady, I remember she came in, she had to leave three times in three different meetings in the middle of the meeting because her acid reflux was so bad. She had to sit up at night and sleep because she couldn't lay down because the acid would come up. So knowing what I know now, I could help her most likely. But anyway, so so that was going on, and then I, I come back, and um, you know, there's uh, there was another guy on my baseball team, Clay Mahoy, that got stomach cancer. He ended up passing away at age 40, and did chemo and radiation. End up on hospice and the morphine drips, and died 80 pounds under his weight, and left three little boys behind between ages six to 17. So that was terrible. We did a fundraiser, and you know, a bunch of grown men crying. Oh,
1: yeah, God, I'm uh,
0: so sorry. So like, my grandma died of brain cancer. My aunt died of skin cancer. Now. Now I got a friend that's young dying, right, forty, and then right after that, a few years later, my best friend, my Charles Ar- Arnell, he gets diagnosed with uh, uh, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is this blood cancer, and this is where things started to change for me because I, he's like, yeah, come on by and, and I got want to talk to you, and I, I came by and he dropped the news, he's like, hey, I got cancer. They don't really have anything for me. They'll give me chemo. It'll knock it back uh, when it gets bad. But then when it comes back the second time in my type of cancer, they put you on experimental drug. And then your hope is they come up with a cure before you die. And he's like, I, I ain't doing it. So um, I'm going to do everything I can to, to heal. I want to see my son graduate high school. His son was 14 at the time. And I want to go to you know college and father son weekend. He goes, I want to do that stuff. He goes, well, you go with me. I'm going to go to this place in Florida called the Hippocrates Health Institute. And they're like a, at the time a 60, 61 year old alternative health clinic that basically helps people heal themselves, get the toxins out. They, they you know, they basically just give you a bunch of fresh food, fresh juices, fresh water, clean water, and then they give you 40 hours of lectures a week for three weeks in what they call a life transformation program. It's ridiculous. And um and so I said, I'm in and I'll go with you. I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> really, I just wanted to help my friend. On the plane flight there, he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's no meat, no dairy, no salt, no sugar. There's no vinegar. There's nothing cooked over 115 degrees. And I'm like, wait a minute. You said no meat? <laughs> so I, I, I grew up hunting and fishing. We had our own meat saw, meat grinder, meat hooks. We made our own jerky, sausage, pepper, all that stuff. Um, we were hunting fools. So I'm like, I didn't even know. I thought you had to have meat for muscle. And I was just like, I'm freaked out. But I'm like, OK, they got salads. I have had I had taco salad bar at school once a week. But that had meat on it. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. But Focus, Tim. Focus on Charles. (laughs) So we get there, and um, day one, um, Kareem, guess what? My acid indigestion was gone. Mm. Gone. Gone. And then I went to this class called internal awareness, and this doctor came out, and he was very fit and had tons of muscles, and um, I found out that he was 50 years old. It was his birthday that day, and he looked like he was 40, and that was the common theme. Everybody that worked there looked about 10, 15, 20 years younger than their age that had been on following the protocols and the lifestyle. And he spent three and a half hours teaching this class called internal awareness, teaching us from the time you eat something until the time it exits your body, what happens? He just breaks it down from your esophagus to your stomach and pepsin and hydrochloric acid and the duodenum and all these things. I'm like, God, this is really interesting. And then he gets down to the colon. And he was trying to sell us on a colon hydrotherapy session or a clonic. Are you familiar with that? I've
1: h- I've had several, several, many, many. Okay.
0: Well, for the listeners, if you're not sure what that is, you're basically sitting on a tube rectally and water is going in and out of you gently for about an hour and it cleans out your colon. You know, just getting cleaned out. No big deal. But back then I elbowed Charles. I said, look, dude, I came all the way from Portland, flew across the United States to help you, but I am not doing that deal. So we – but by the time that doctor got done talking, I was the first one signing up. Next day, I get my colon hydrotherapy or colonic thing, and they weighed me. I do do it. I get cleaned out, and they weighed me again. I had 10 pounds of impacted fecal material in my colon.
1: Wow. The record
0: at that place was one woman. She had like 26 – I can't remember, 28, 29 pounds in one session –
1: did you find it painful? Mm,
0: no, there was a little bit of gas and stuff the first time. Um, it's really I've, interesting. I've done multiple ones
1: since then, yeah. and some
0: of them have been a breeze, and then a couple other ones, there's been gas and stuff. It just kind of depends on how much yeah. I've retoxed <laughs> what yeah. I've been eating.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you say that, just on a tangent, but when I first had one, and like you, because it seems like you, I had one when I was still eating, and I had been eating, you know, a sad Australian diet, you know, the standard Australian diet, and I had one, and I was very, very constipated, And for me, I think I was so constipated – like it couldn't – like I was in agony having my first one and I was like, oh, my gosh. And not much came out. I was like I was so constipated – And it went for an hour and I was in lots and lots of pain. But then I changed my eating, like I changed to a whole food plant-based diet. And I went back and then, because like the food had been acting like a broom for a while. This is my own musings about why it hurt so much the first time and why it was great the next time. But then it worked really, really effectively. So, I mean, it seems to work for everyone differently. But for me, I found that first session, I was like, maybe I'm just too constipated.
0: Were you on an open system or a closed system? Was there a technician in there with you doing it the whole time? Closed system. Closed. Okay, so you had a technician with you. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That's,
1: yeah, that's really yeah. Interesting. That first time was really, really painful, and then the rest of them were were a breeze. Like you know, yeah. Mm. As, as, okay. as breezy as it can be, having a tube inserted into your anus. <laughs> right. Right.
0: <laughs> so so I come back. You know, at the end. Of, at, at, so what ends up happening is I go through this. They told us it was called a healing crisis. You're going to go through this. So I come off the standard American diet. I go on all these healing juices and waters and. It was amazing, right? And um, I had night sweats. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming off of my tongue from all the mercury and lead, all these heavy metals that come out of your body. Your body – and I had a whole mouthful of amalgam fillings, like silver fillings, right? Mercury in there. So all this stuff's going on. I was very irritable. I just want to go to bed. So Wednesday night, I'm like, Charles, I'm going to bed. It's like 8.30 at night. Normally, I don't go to bed until 10.30. I'm like, I'm going to bed. I want this day to be over. They said that you'll wake up on Thursday or Friday morning for most people and that's when you have your – epiphany your breakthrough you feel good i'm like please be tomorrow please be tomorrow i don't want to go another day of this and i woke up and it was thursday morning we got up we did our wheatgrass shots um we drank the purified water we did our exercise we drank the green juice we did our um uh infrared sauna hot cold plunge seven times mineral dip and then we're walking back to the hacienda to get ready for classes and stuff and i told charles i'm like dude do you feel as good as i do and he's like yeah he's like i said i literally I, i was 37 at the time i'm like i feel like i'm 19. I'm like I have energy – I mean I felt my arms were tingling with energy. My brain was on fire with energy on my clarity. I was like, dude, you're going to make it. You're going to beat this cancer. I talked to so many people around here. I was like so skeptical but I I was running around with my notepad like interviewing people and there was all these people that had healed themselves of cancer and all kinds of stuff. Hashimoto's, Graves' disease, celiac disease, uh, colitis, Crohn's, diverticulitis, uh, MS. Alzheimer's, dementia, they were even getting reversals with people with, uh, what do you call it, mild to uh, moderate, like, you know, MS and Alzheimer's. They were halting it or reversing it. There was a 92-year-old lady there that increased her bone density by 26% in nine weeks, right? Plugging back into nature. So we do all that stuff, and um, I end up, uh, going back home, we get on the lifestyle. We did the whole – I told Charles, I said, I'm going to do this whole plant-based thing with you except for bacon. I'm going to keep bacon. And, um, <laughs> and then I read the China study on the on the plane flight back and I just gave it all up because of those uh, – all those people that came back, the soldiers from the Korean War, the young men in their 20s, they dissected their hearts and 73.6% of them had severe onset for di- or for heart disease. And I'm like, that was for meat? I'm like, nobody eats more meat than me. So – I have heart disease, so I just stopped altogether. So in 60 days, my acid reflux was was gone day one, but my elbows healed up, my shoulder thing gone, my ribs, I went from XLs and larges to mediums and smalls. My energy, I feel like I'm 19. I'm 47 today and I still feel like I'm 19 because I've learned more and I've learned what to do to continue to boost my immune system and feel good. Um, and then in eight months, that big huge patch of eczema on my knee had finally remedied itself. So I had healed myself. So Charles getting cancer was the best thing that ever happened to him and me. So to finish the story, we come back. Before he was technically healed, him and I, we went there on January 1st, 2011. October 2012, he asked me to run the Portland Marathon with him, which I thought was crazy. We did it. We completed it. It was an epic moment. And a little bit after that, he was considered cancer-free. He's living today. He went from bankruptcy and cancer to a thriving business. He saw his son graduate high school. He went to father-son weekends on college deals and he started a band and he raises money for the lymphoma leukemia society when he plays in his little bucket and and uh, i told him a year and a half ago i picked up the guitar i said i'm going to join your band and i'm going to become your lead singer and i had my first practice with him two weekends ago with his band, and because I started playing guitar and I'm getting better at it, so it's it's we're having a lot of fun.
1: This is so <laughs> great! I absolutely okay. love stories like yours, Tim. That is just incredible. It's so funny because I like singing too, and I was just thinking I actually have to find someone to play guitar while I sing because you know I got a, mine laying right there, girl. It was a child. <laughs> it was a childhood. My like passion in childhood, and even as my twenties, I was in bands and I sang, and then. I just kind of had kids and stopped. You know how you have kids and you stop.
0: <laughs> Pick up a guitar and do 10 minutes a day. That's it.
1: Oh, I, have to, I did buy one. I started to practice. And then I was like, oh, this really hurts your feet.
0: <laughs> oh, it hurts. It, it, it hurts. But guess what? Eventually it hurts less. And then all of a sudden you'll hit a chord to another chord. And you're like, oh, my God. And you can go back and forth on two chords. And then you'll get three. Then you'll learn bar chords and, you know, it's just, it's like everything else. It's like riding a bicycle. Okay. You just, it's constant practice. Pro, you just keep doing it over and over. repetitions the mother of skill. And before too long, you can play songs and it just keeps getting funner and funner and funner and it feeds itself. It's really cool.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You're inspiring me. Although I'm nervous about tuning it when it goes out of tune. Kids touch it and then it goes out of tune and I'm just like, how do I, I guess I just use a program, an app or something to tune it?
0: You, you can, you can get a free app on your phone from Fender it'll oh, tune it.
1: Perfect. 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 Look yep. at us having a little chat. That's very exciting. I'm so <laughs> happy for you. And it's really also, I love doing these interviews because I reverse multiple sclerosis myself and I'm, and similar to you, like I'm 40 years old and I haven't felt like each year I keep waiting for the day when, because my mom, everyone keeps saying to you and I'm sure you're aware the common theme is, Oh, I'm just, it's just old age. It's just old age. I felt like this, it's just old age. And I'm just like, It's not old age. Like, I'm getting, I'm turning 40 and each year I feel like I'm aging backwards. Like, I feel like I'm aging backwards. I feel on my 40th, I ran, literally, I spent the whole day running. Like, I I packed my, I I swam in my running clothes and I spent the whole day by myself, just running around a lake, swimming in the lake, running around the lake, swimming in the lake. I probably ran, you know, close to just 20 kilometers for fun on my 40th by myself. (laughs) Because no one can keep up with me. You know, I just, I was, that's what I wanted to do on my birthday. And I'm like, no one's going to want to do that on your birthday with you. So I just did that from my birthday. And so I love stories like you and your friend, your close friend, you're watching him heal cancer. And then, and his story and your story remind me of, do you know, have you heard of um, Jeanette Murray Wakelin in Australia? Mm -mm. She would be an absolutely perfect guest for your podcast, Tim. She's, she's, chemical-free but also she's raw vegan but she went raw vegan because she was diagnosed with terminal breast cancer at age 50 and she was like, no. So she was vegan when she was diagnosed, I think, I think. And then she went like, okay, well, obviously vegan isn't hardcore enough. I'm going raw vegan. And she went raw vegan and they told her she was going to be dead in six months and she obviously healed. She did all the juicing, all the everything, all the raw food. And she like she moved and she changed her life in all different ways to avoid those toxins. But she then went on to run at the age of sixty. She and her husband, her husband's just incredible too. They ran three hundred and sixty six consecutive marathons around Australia for a whole year to say, look what raw, you know, raw, chemical-free life oh, can do I I for you.
0: Heard, I, ha- I think I heard about those people.
1: I just find them just so, – they're still alive and just thriving and just loving life. Like, imagine 366 marathons at 60 after terminal cancer diagnosis 10 years ago. Like, they're literally aging Yeah, it's backwards. totally
0: possible. It's totally possible. I follow people that are – like, I'll talk about somebody later who's 80 and he can do, like, 30 – 30 pull ups. And there's people in their hundreds uh, running marathons. People just don't really understand that the body can self regenerate cells. You know, your stomach lining is like your stomach regenerates every three to five days, you know. So it's all about the building materials.
1: Absolutely. And Brooke Goldner, um, she has uh, Goodbye Lupus, I think that's her website. So, sorry, Brooke, if you're listening. But she yesterday posted a little post, and I was just like, it's just such a simple thing that people don't get. And her little post was a video, but the caption was just, our cells are programmed to rejuvenate and repair all the time. That's what their job is to do, is to do that, to repair our, our bodies. And we just think we think that our bodies are this, these stupid broken cars we got from the, the, the secondhand store, but they're incredible machines. And so I love speaking to people like you who are... And, and hearing that post, it's like it's so simple Like people don't realize that our bodies, if we fuel, fuel them with the right fuel, that they're designed for this. Absolutely. So when you learned all this and you saw the change in him, like how did that go to then going like, I want to spread this word? Like how, do, how did that happen for you?
0: Well, it kind of started immediately because when I got back home after, you know, I was kind of telling people about it, but they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 60 days later, I lost 37 pounds and people were like, what are you doing? Because I mean, it was just like rapid. Like all of a sudden, my suits didn't fit. My wife was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, going to work. She's like, you can't wear that suit. You look like an idiot. And I'm like, because it was like draping all over me, right? Imagine wearing a suit that's like two, three sizes too big for you all of a sudden. Just like, I just shrunk, you know? I was inflamed. I was overweight. I had a bunch of water retention. And it all was gone. So um, I started growing sprouts because at the Hippocrates Health Institute, those green juices they make are half sunflower sprouts and pea sprouts, fresh cut, juiced with cucumber and celery. So I'm just like, whatever works, that worked for me. I'm going to keep going. So I bought the trays, the juicer, the seeds, and I started growing. I was a farmer, so it wasn't that big of a deal. I just started growing it in my garage. And I failed miserably on the sunflower and the peas. But the wheatgrass was growing, so I started juicing that. And then I found out I had bad seeds. Long story short, I got trays of sprouts growing in my house. And uh, one of my real estate buddies comes over, and he's like, what's all this stuff? Well, this is pretty cool. And I told him the whole story about capocrates and blah, 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 and the detoxing. And he's like, well— Will you grow one of those? Grow some of those trays for me, and I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, this is a lot of work. I'm like, you know, I, I got a full time job. I got two kids. I'm coaching basketball, and I'll, you know, nah, please. And I'm like, all right, I'll grow you a couple of trays. The next day, he brings his buddy Eric over. Hey, tell Eric the story. So I tell Eric, hey, will you grow me some trays of sprouts? I'm like, I don't want to grow trout sprouts for you guys. It's a lot of work. <laughs> so I start growing for them, and then John and Eric started sending me people, and before too long, I had to double my rack size in my kitchen. And then finally I'm like – and the people just showing up out of nowhere, knocking on my door. I heard that you can help people with cancer or they're calling me and saying, hey, I want to come over and hear your story. And just you know, – we're on date night. We're getting ready to go somewhere. And then on Friday night and somebody with cancer shows up and I'm like, sorry, honey. we got to help these people. And I tell the story and then they want me to grow sprouts for them. So I end up moving the sprout growing operation into my garage and we started uh, – and then I had to hire help. Uh, about a year later because I'm waking up at four in the morning tending at all these things and managing the environment in there in a garage and taping everything off and humidifier and essential oils and you know and, and just in and, and event systems and doing all these things and fans and, and and I started growing lots of wheatgrass sunflower pea sprouts and buckwheat lettuce and I started delivering to 40-50 cancer patients a week in the Portland Vancouver area over here.
1: That's incredible. Team. And and then
0: I made the classes every Tuesday night, and then that quickly went to Tuesday, Wednesdays, and then on on Sundays, I was Saturdays, I was speaking at grocery stores, and hospitals, and churches, and apartment complexes, and people would have five, ten, twenty people get together in their home. Sometimes they're like, "Hey, come to our house and do a talk." And I'm like, "Okay," and I'd show up at an apartment and a little family of three, and I'd do a presentation, and we'd make juice and. I just couldn't stop doing it because it's like, look at me. I mean I was a freaking mess and now I'm like, I feel like I'm 19. You've, you you got to try this. So um, that went on for five and a half years and then um, I had um, – well, it was a terrible situation for a while and now I look back. My little brother got killed in a mountain bike in accident and for six months I was just like wrecked, just wrecked for six months. And, and finally one day I was sitting upstairs in my office and I was just like – Troy, what do you want me to do? You know, and it's like God, I was so frustrated because we were going to have this farm together. And He's like, I, heard, I swear to God, I heard him. He's like, do what you love and do it now. And I picked up my phone and I, and I was like, that's it. And I called my financial advisor a uh, buddy who I was going to take over his business. He was getting ready to retire, and I said, Jeff, I'm out. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm out. I'm getting out of the financial services industry. He's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm going to help people with their health. He's like, how are you going to make money? I'm like, I have no idea, but I'm out. I'm like, I don't want to. My my brother's dead, man. I'm like, I could have been me. And I'm like, I, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. I've no, I'm doing it. And he's like, okay. And then I spent a few months meeting with all my clients, financial clients, transferring them over to him, doing one-on-one visits with them because he can't just say see you later, you know. And um, so I started that process in like June, and then by October, November, I was done with that transition. And then I just started coaching people for free for two and a half years, and kept doing the classes, and Growing Sprouts, and. And uh, then I started chemicalfreebody.com and we started because um, people would buy juicers. I was very convincing, I had the results. We'd maintained it for five and a half years. You know, my buddy Charles healed himself. All this stuff was going on. I went out, and I, these people were buying these juicers and juicing, but they would stop after 30 days. I'm like, why aren't you doing this? You know, it works and all this. And they're like, well, it's too hard. You know, I got to clean the damn juicer and it's expensive and I just don't have time for it. My husband won't do it for me. My wife won't do it for me. I'm like, jeez. So, I went home and I made a plan and um and i and i and I come up with a few things that help people and I'll talk about those core four secrets later and then and then eventually i I, I created a green juice product with a with scott dr scott treadway and we 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 try to make a a green juice as close to a fresh pressed juice as possible because I'm such a fanatic about it and um and that's how it all got started and now we have eight products, and we're really focused on gut detox and and getting the toxins out of the blood and um and recolonizing the bacteria in the gut which is part of the immune system connected to the brain which is also part of the immune system you got inflammation in your gut you got inflammation in your brain and um you know we've now we've got you know i've got coaches working underneath me and uh, we're selling our, our our natural food supplements all over the world
1: Yes, incredible, incredible. That's amazing, and I, I actually love. I'm so glad that I got you to give the backstory to that because when you go on, I think there's because this there's supplements has become such a massive industry, and it's very hard to know the origins of any supplement company. Like it's hard to kind of go back and see if it's if it's an altruistic supplement company or if it's a supplement company that has dollars and cents as their. Pri- everyone loves everyone loves money. I mean, but I mean. You know, It's it's hard to know whether it's a a company that just wants to make money off you or if it's a company who has your best interests of your health in mind when you're looking through the wading through the thousands of supplements on the shelves at your health food store or at your at your pharmacy. And so hearing your journey, like where you were willing to work, you know, for pretty much six years, like making these, growing these wheatgrass for people and because and you're so passionate and you've seen the healing results and you've watched your friend heal from cancer and you don't want anyone to suffer, like, knowing that you did all that and you're working full time and getting up at 4 to 10 to these sprouts and to make sure everyone knew and you're going to people's homes and doing that like that's such a beautiful honorable backstory which makes your product seem for me something that you know I'm even much more likely to want to connect with and to purchase um, myself and um, one of the things I wanted to ask because when you're making a juice that lasts like has a long shelf life like what do you do to make those juices like shelf stable or able to be you know shipped and transported and not lose their integrity
0: you can't do it that's why we went to a powder oh okay you have to to make it yourself like and what i'm talking about is like living foods like sunflower and sprouts and pea sprouts and wheatgrass when you juice that it needs to be consumed within 15 minutes yeah okay the hormones the oxygen the phytochemicals and the enzymes they just die right off
1: they're gone okay
0: so think about it i mean we are supposed to eat a 100% raw living food diet. We're the only creatures on the planet that eats cooked food, right? So every other animal finds food, they pick it, and they eat it right on the spot. It's live. It Actually, not just the nutrients and the micronutrients and the vitamins and that kind of stuff, but there is a, again, these hormones, oxygen, phytochemicals, enzymes, there's an energetic transfer that comes and charges your cells. The living foods are like batteries to charge your little cells. And that's why that gal you were talking about that went raw in living foods and they were able to run marathons. You know, all the people that embrace this, the Olympic, like Hippocrates, that they've helped a lot of Olympic athletes win gold medals. And Dr. Clement said that all records will be shattered once people understand this. And now you saw that movie, the net Netflix thing, Game Changers, yeah. right? People are shatter, shattering records and stuff like that, and lifting like that one guy. He's like, they said, "How are you strong as an ox?" He says, "Because I eat like one." Right? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> that's what he said. You know. So, so that was really cool. But um, yeah, there's there's a big there's lots of problem there's lots of problems in supplements. If I could talk about that, I would love to wake people up to what's really going on because it's frustrating.
1: Yeah, because I think that many people go in because we have this noble inten- these noble intent these these intentions that we're like I want to get healthy. And I hear my friends tell me all the time, you know, this person's telling me to do this. I'm taking this supplement. I'm taking some cartilage supplement. I'm taking to make better cartilage, or I'm taking the other thing, or and I just for me, I've just stripped back to taking just the bare minimum. That's like a B12 at the moment and maybe some D3 sometimes if I'm in winter here in Melbourne and I'm not getting enough because and I ate a whole food plant-based diet. But for other people, when I hear them talk about supplements or probiotics and I think, oh, but th- so many of them are just... Just you 're just peeing them out, and there 's such an expensive expensive urine that they 're making that isn 't actually overall that good for them if their body actually can 't absorb them, their microbiome can't absorb them, their gut can't absorb them they 're just wasted if they 're continuing to eat the foods that made them sick in the first place but it's, so, it's such a there 's so much confusion around supplements
0: well, I 'd like to clear that up because um, here 's what happened so when I came back from Hippocrates. I wanted to heal myself with a whole foods diet. I was just like, I'm going to do this thing, right? What I learned was, though, after – you know, because I, I kept geeking out on this stuff. I'm reading articles and stuff all the time. And then I found out that our soil, the soil is – the nutrients of the soil are farmed out to the tune of 85% of the nutrients are gone. So what that means is, is that if you're eating a plant that's grown in that soil – you're going to be deficient because this, the plant's deficient because the soil's deficient. And if you're eating the animal that ate the plant that was grown in that soil that was deficient, you're still going to be deficient. So most people are walking around this planet, especially in the major metropolitan areas that aren't getting fresh food, 85% deficient. You're walking around on 15% of the fuel that your body truly needs. And what Imagine what's going to happen to you when you top off the tank. That's why we call – you probably can't see this, but we call this product – uh, it's called Green 85. <laughs> it's, it makes me disappear. There it is. You saw I the green, 80. green 85.
1: Green yeah. 85. Yeah, Green
0: 85. Why? Because it replaces the 85% that's missing.
1: So yeah. anyway,
0: I didn't have a supplement company at this time. I'm just coaching people. And they were relying on me, business professionals and people, to do the homework and find the right products and the supplements. So I learned that I have to supplement today. It's not a, a, a luxury. It's a necessity because of the soil degradation. So I started doing that. And it took my n- level up about a notch or two, right? My health. And I felt great about it. And I started helping other people do it. And we were doing the B12s and the green juice and all these things. So one of the protein powders I had, it was a really good one at the time. I'm looking at it and all of a sudden, you know, I've been using this for stuff for like a year and a half. And all of a sudden there was a new ingredient in there. And I'm like, what's this? So I get online Xanthem gum. I look it up and it's like mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria. And I'm like, what? And they use it as an emulsifier. So that when you shake up the sh- shake, it doesn't settle. Because people don't like to shake things twice. It's like, what? So I'm like, I am not putting mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria in my body. No way. So I had to call all my clients and say, hey, you know that that protein powder I had you hooked up on? I'm like, check your label. They changed the ingredients on us. And if you have xanthan gum, get a refund, send it back, don't eat it. And I told them, they're like, oh my God. And then this kept happening. So finally, I'm like, I'm getting pissed. So one day, this lady calls me up and she's like, "Tim, she's her name's Karen and she lived like two and a half hours away from me and she had kidney failure issues and she's so fatigued. She's like, I, I drove into doctor um uh, to the doctor's office to pick up my sprouts because we had these these like drop off spots in town, doctor's offices, chiropractic offices, colon hydrotherapy places where we had." stands and then my guy I hired because we had so many people we were delivering to their houses but we couldn't do it anymore because the traffic was terrible so we'd drop it off at one spot and they'd come and get it she's like they didn't have anything at doc they didn't they forgot to take my wheatgrass to dr. Bailey's I drove all the way in there and and I need it I need it for my energy and I'm like oh god and I had this powder that I was working with this formulator on for me I wasn't planning on selling it but it was just for me when I traveled because I'm a juicer. I mean, for five and a half years, twice a day, I never missed. I could clean that juicer and make two juices in 17 minutes. No problem. I was expert at it. Anyway, so I said, you know what, Karen? I'm like, how about I just send you this super concentrated bag of greens? But you said that powdered's not as good as the fresh. I'm like, I know, I know. But they concentrated it to kind of make up for that. So I want you to just try it. Now, to be honest, half of me didn't want to drive – Two and a half hours back and forth in terrible traffic. It had been a four-hour trip, um, and I thought it would probably help her. So she calls me up a week later. She's like, I love this stuff. It gives me just as much energy as the wheatgrass, and I don't have to clean that damn juicer. And I was like, perfect. That's great. And then two weeks later, she calls me up. She's like, I'm going to run out. I need more. And I'm like, well, this formulator, he's a little old, eclectic dude. He won't take on any other clients. I got in through his friend. He's known for 40 years, and I'll ask him. And he said No. I said, "Well, why don't you just send me a big bag of it and I'll bag it up for?" Her. That's how this that how that's how it all got started. So I bagged it up and I sent it to her and I was like, "Well, shit, I'll just bag it up and send it to six of my friends and see what they think." Cuz I had an idea like she keeps reordering it. And I'm like, "I could actually make a living maybe if thousands of people bought this or something." I don't know. So I bagged it up and I wrote green stuff on it. That's not what I actually wrote. It was a cuss word. And I sent it out to my six of my buddies. And in about a week, Uh, Four of them called me back and they said, hey, what is this stuff? Um, It tastes like pond scum, but I feel amazing because this was not flavored. It was super concentrated greens with no flavor, right? And then they started buying it and then that's how the whole thing started. So I grabbed a little uh, notepad and I had my clients and and then the pad finally got full and then you know I just went from there. And now we've got eight products. We have an FDA-approved lab. I've got Dr. Scott Treadway on board. He's one of the preeminent uh, formulators in the world studied in India and China, and the dude's awesome. And he's here's the cool thing. He's in his 70s, and his skin looks like he's 35. So I like associating myself with people that have results.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. That's incredible. So I just wanted to backtrack slightly because that is – an amazing story but for people who are listening i think that many of the listeners of the show are aware of like the concept of chemical free living but like what does it really mean like you're talking about environmental toxins like toxins in our environment and depleted soil if you're wanting to start from the start like how where would you recommend people begin when you're thinking about making your life chemical free
0: well, the first thing is you know, getting your water purified. And I, and I, and I have to go back because I forgot to tell you the most important part of the supplements, okay? This is the stuff to look out for. Grab your multivitamins. This is how you read the labels. And if it says vitamin C and behind it in parentheses absorbic acid, you are eating a synthetic chemical that was made in a lab, period. And it's going to lower your immune system. It should say from the Arceola cherry or from the Camu Camu berry or from the, or the best would be from the Amla berry. It's a ripe berry. And that's a whole food supplement. So that's number one. Number two is just because the main formula is good. Let's say it's a whole food, real food, real herbs. That's good. They send them off to labs or places that will encapsulation places. They make this stuff. They put in toxic binders, fillers and flow agents for productivity so that they're anti-caking agents, so that their machines don't cake up and they can make lots of capsules quickly, it's all about speed of production. They will put things in like magnesium sterate that can come from diseased cow bones or genetically modified soy and corn that was fed to those cows, full of antibiotics and hormones and who knows what else, mad cow disease, blah, blah, blah. It's nasty. Silicon dioxide, which is a level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list, yet it's in most supplements. Um, calcium phosphate and, and bad forms of silica. There's, we have that on all of our, on all of our products that says no magnesium sterate, no silicon dioxide, no calcium, no dicalcium phosphate in red, because we're trying to educate people. So it's not just the ingredients. You have to look at the other ingredients. And I tell you what, you have a great formula. And if you have dicalcium phosphate in there, I ain't eating it because that is worse because it's a toxic poison. It's worse than putting a little tiny bit of cat poop in your favorite brownie recipe would you eat it most people would not eat brownies if there's cat poop in it but guess what no,
1: definitely would not
0: these toxins are in your supplements and they're actually in food too like nitrates and nitrates they put in meat so now we can segue into yeah, like okay. what do you do Perfect. to become chemical free the yeah. first thing is to get educated on how how bad it is and not be stressed <laughs> okay because i got stressed out in the beginning they had, like I said, 40 hours of lectures a week
1: yes.
0: in the United States alone. We have 27 trillion pounds of chemicals made here or imported here. That's 247 pounds of toxins made daily per person in the United States. So if you just type in umbilical cord and chemical into your browser, you can see the studies going back to 2005 that show that every single um, umbilical cord, blo- the blood tests of young babies and young mothers, the healthiest of all of us Um, are polluted. They look for 400 chemicals. They're finding 250-ish and 180 of those cause uh, 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 cancer and around 212 cause developmental and, and brain disorders. So we're born polluted. So the reality is the scientists and the doctors are referring to this as a body burden. So how does that affect you? If your body, which it is, and I sat back after I read those studies, I'm like, oh my God, we are all polluted. What does that do to you? It ruins your immune system. It destroys it. It makes – it gives you it, – it, it's a, a, a compensating factor to all disease. You having trouble losing weight? Probably because your fat cells are full of toxins and your body can't release the fat because it would kill you. Your body has to slowly get rid of these toxins and go through the national processes, urination, defecation, perspiration, respiration. And for women, menstruation, So you have a fifth pathway of, of elimination. I think that's why women live longer. Guys don't have that. But we have to get this stuff out. So how do you do it? Number one, you got to get your air right. Okay, we take about twenty thousand breaths a day. So you got to crack your windows, even in a snowstorm. You need to look at getting an HVAC air purification system, and then maybe one for your um, your a standalone in the units, especially where you sleep. Um, we have I have a diffuser over there diffusing essential oils that are antimicrobial right now. And behind me, you can't see it because I got this fake office screen behind me on this Skype deal. I forgot to even take it down when we showed up. I was playing around with it last time. But anyway, I have a Himalayan salt lamp back there creating negative ions to purify my air. So air is number one. Number two, you got to get your water right. Your body's mostly made of what? Water, right? So you have to purify your water. And if you live in a big town where they're on city pipes, on tap water, you also have to restructure your water because the water – um People don't realize how bad it is. In the United States, in the worst places, one gallon of water can have up to a half of a tablet of pharmaceutical drugs combined. That's how bad it is. In some places, the water lights on fire. Um, Every water source is polluted today. You can go 1,500 miles into the interior to pristine lakes and the little two to two-and-a-half-inch fish have both male and female organs. Why? Because of the estrogen mimickers from plastics have found their way. These microscopic noceums that attach to the water molecules and rain moves them around the earth, right? This is in all the lakes and all the tributaries. Look at what the biologists are finding. The amphibians and the little fishies are turning into hermaphrodites. Men are getting man boobs. Women are getting more breast cancer, more cysts, more uterine cysts, ovarian cysts. Guys are getting prostate cancer. And these, I don't want man boobs. I don't know about you, but you're a girl, but you don't. You know.
1: <laughs> I'm happy to have boobs, but.
0: <laughs> you, you probably want the woman I, boobs. You don't want the man boobs.
1: <laughs> I, I want the woman boobs, but I totally hear what you're saying. My husband does not want man boobs. It's, his, it's his one of his things that keeps him awake at night.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it freaked me out too. When I heard that soy contributed to that because it has these estrogen, I'm like, I need soy again, you know. So we have a massive bombardment of toxins and chemicals. So get your air right, get your water right, learn where these toxins are coming from. If your toothpaste says harmful if swallowed and you're putting that in your mouth, you might want to rethink that deal. Okay, and I got home and guess what? My toothpaste said harmful if swallowed. Contact the Poison Control Center. I think I was using Crest or whatever, some of those deals. Um, And then your shampoo. Does it have sodium lauryl sulfate in it? It's a, a foaming agent, but guess what it does? It's a carcinogen, it causes cancer. It's in most soaps. Guess what, I got home, I checked it. Sodium lauryl sulfate, first ingredient. I'm like, no way. It's everywhere. Your makeup, your shampoos, your deodorants, your – the paint right now in your home is off-gassing toxic chemicals. You can't see it, but it is. The um, the, the the MIT is showing us that uh, the the laminate floors directly link – the off-gassing from laminate floors directly linked to autism in children. One of the leading – one of the causes, contributing factors. Kids crawling around on laminate floors is like smoking three packs, four packs of cigarettes a day and toxins. Anything that comes from crude oil that's plastic or that's acid based is going to, it's going to, it gets into you. Automobile exhaust, jet fuel, rubber compounds off of tires, smoke. There's all these things, right? It all attaches to your mucous membrane in your back of your throat and it ends up down into your digestive tract. That's where the problem is. So we have to get that stuff out. Stop putting it in, and then that's where we come in. And We help people with our products clean out their digestive tract and clean their blood. We have a toxin detox and a gut detox to do that, and that's how we get the process started.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you saying that. When I'm my 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 eldest was a baby, and I was looking into toxin free, you know, or looking into toxins with him because I was obsessed and just following that rabbit hole, and. And I found out that the car seats, like the car seats, because they make, like they make them, they cover them in flame retardants. They're so toxic, but they're like, you have to have them. And I remember just thinking like, like, I got him this organic latex mattress and I got him all these things. And then like the clothes are. poisonous got him organic clothes and then by the second I kind of forgot but like I was so obsessed with getting and then I was like the car seat every time he goes to the car seat or in his mattress or in his sheets or there's so many chemicals in just those things his little body's breathing every time he has a nap or goes for a car trip that I never had thought of and so many parents would never have thought of that their car seat is so full of chemicals to prevent it from a you're catching on fire. But you're like, if you're on fire, if your car's on fire, I don't know, like, I feel like if your baby's in there is probably I don't know. I don't know what's better they spray worse.
0: flame retardants on TVs. I mean, it's 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 insane what they do to things. And then you see these people that are freaking out originally from bacteria even before COVID. Uh, I, I'd stop people after a while I give up doing it. But I just I felt so bad. But they put in Purell and these hand sanitizers before they go into the grocery store and I was like, I was like, excuse me, can I ask you a question? I'm like, why are you putting that on your hands and on your children's hands? Is it to protect them? And they're like, well, yeah, for bacteria and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I gotta tell you something. Are you open to learning something about this? And I I, I didn't know about it and they're like, yeah, because I got them freaked out a little bit. I said, I learned that that kills 99.9% of the germs. They call them germs, right? These bacteria, well, guess what? That point one that you left behind now becomes stronger. So you end up breeding stronger bacterias, right, because that's all that's left. And then that stuff goes and kills all the good bacteria on the outside of your hands that you need. That's your part of your protection device. It goes right through your skin, into your bloodstream, and wipes out your gut bacteria. So I said you're making your kid sicker. You need to, what you need to do is you need to go have your kid run, rub its hands in the dirt. That's going to build your son or your daughter's immune system. And that's all I have to say about that and I just have to tell you this because – you know. and they're like – some half of them are like, oh, OK. And some of them are like, oh my god. And then they go home and research and you know, I, I, I would almost – every time I would go to the grocery store, I would pick up two to three clients every single time because I'm staring at people's food and groceries. I'm reading all the labels in the grocery stores and, oh, there's a new product and reading it. And this one lady had all this dairy-free stuff and I'm like, oh, she's probably lactose intolerant, which we all are at some level. And I said, excuse me. Are you buying that cheese because of lactose intolerant? And she's like, "Yeah." I said, "Well, it's not plant-based." I said, "The first ingredient in there is her second ingredient is casein, which is a protein from dairy." And she's like, "What?" And she looked at it and she got out her phone. I said, "Look it up, casein." She's like, oh, maybe this is why I'm not healing." She's like, "And she freaks out. She goes, "I spent all this money on a test and I'm lactose intolerant and I've been buying this cheese cuz it like I said like go veggie on it, you know what I mean? But then they got milk in it? Deceptive." It doesn't matter what's on the front of the package. You have to read the ingredients labels. And if you don't know what that stuff is, do not put it in your mouth. I guarantee it's worse than cat poop. <laughs> uh,
1: sorry. Your cat poop <laughs> reference just makes me laugh every time. It is. So, so, no, I totally, totally understand what you're saying. There are so many things to, to, that are on my mind, but I know we're getting close to the end. So what I would like to say now, ask you now before we hang out, because I know the, the time. I think you've given us so much I'm good...
0: fine. I'm fine. We can keep going for hours. I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, okay. I'll ask you one. I'll ask you two more questions. I'll ask you two more questions. One is about probiotics and are all probiotics created equal and when do you recommend people take them?
0: Well, um, I would recommend that um, most people need to take them. Um, the only people that wouldn't are the ones that are living like out in the farms and stuff like that. And if they really have a healthy diet and they're growing their own, a lot of their own produce and they're around a lot of dirt and and that kind of stuff, then they probably don't need it. But with stress coming in and the environmental pollutions, if you have one round of antibiotics, your gut biome's toast. It's done. So you have to recolonize it. So, And not all bacteria are the same, These these probiotics. So a lot of them are refrigerated, right? Well, why are they refrigerated? Because if you heat them up, they die very quickly. What do you think happens when you eat them? Your body's 98.6. People don't even think about this stuff. I've talked to supplement manufacturers and the, the, for the probiotics, and I said, hey, look, I want mine to be top of the top, best of the best. What do we got to do? And he's like, well, you need to go um, – because in, in my greens, we have shelf-stable probiotics. These do not need refrigeration. But even those I learned later when I came out with our own probiotic formula, they're okay. It's got lactobacillus acidophilus in it. It's very good. You know, a lot of people, you need that. We need lots of it. We need lots, uh, many types and stuff like that. So we went with a, soil, a soil-based, spore-based probiotic. So there's five strains, and these are all naturally found in the soil and naturally found in the human gut biome. And with spores, they don't die in the stomach acid. They all make it through. We also, with ours, we put prebiotics in with it, which is the food that feeds it. It's a fiber because if you cook your fiber, you're kind of destroying the good food. Natural fiber comes from natural, uncooked, raw plants. So if you're not eating that, even if you have a whole food, you know, cooked diet, we got your back. We put that raw fiber in there to feed those suckers and build back that gut bacteria. And it is a major component in your immune system, interferon, innate, Inter, uh, and the adaptive immune system, the gut bacteria, and the brain. Those are the five big sections. And that that gut bacteria is so, so important. Um, it's part of your immune system and it's the way it is. So that's what I'd recommend. Spore-based. And um, I would take them, and especially if you're on if you're taking antibiotics, and again, I'm not a doctor, I don't make claims or doing that stuff. Always consult with your doctor. But if you're going to take antibiotics or you have to, take your antibiotics, wait two or three hours, take your probiotics. Always stagger them. And keep taking them because you're gonna you're gonna wipe out your immune system and you're gonna make yourself more susceptible to yeah. disease.
1: So with juices, like we're talking about fiber and how our our good guy, I call them, I always call them good guy, bad guys because that's just easy for my kids mm-hmm. to understand. When you're feeding your good guys, and the, we're talking about prebiotics, like if you're juicing, are you? Eliminating the fiber that those good guys need?
0: Yeah, but you're not juicing for fiber. You're juicing to get massive amounts of concentrated nutrition into the body with li- very little effort on the digestive tract. You're kind of pre-digesting these juices ahead of time. The juicer's doing the chewing for you or the masticating, right? That's why, Hippocrates, they still tell us to chew our juice because you have two ducts up here and four down here, and you secrete these enzymes, amylase and lipase, and those go down with the juice, and your body uses them mostly to digest you know, starches and fats, but it's a natural process, right? And you're stimulating your meridian points. But anyway, I want to talk about that later. But, um, so you juice to get, so that's why it's important not to juice like sugar. Well, you know, we, we know now that like, you know, people getting off the standard American diet is really what he'll, or the standard Australian diet is what's healing people. It's not that they went to carrot juice or beet juice. It's they got off of that. Yeah. Hippocrates Health Institute removed carrot juice and beet juice and all sugar from their diet years ago because they realized that sugar feeds all disease, right? So if you're going to have an apple, eat the apple whole.
1: Yeah. Don't juice
0: it. The only apple, the only time you can juice with is I would say get a green apple, and juice it because it has lower sugar content. In the beginning, if you're not stage four something, you're trying to heal a major disease. If you are, leave the apple out and just you fresh greens, lots of cucumber, lots of celery, some ginger root, turmeric root. You can add some lemon or lime at the end. You know, and if you can grow sprouts and throw it in there, do it. Right, yeah. but not too many leafy greens. You go past 25 percent, it gets kind of um, bitter and then you might get a little bit too much of these uh, you know lectins and oxalates and these type of things that might not be very good for the gut. So cucumber, and celery, lots of it and then lots of the ginger root and turmeric roots a good it's a good mix with a little lemon and lime.
1: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, thank you so much for that. That's wonderful. What I wanted to ask you now was for your for your Core four secrets. Now, normally, I finish everyone who's listened to this podcast for a while. I always say top three tips, but when Tim said he had core or core four secrets, I was like, "Wow, that sounds interesting. I'm I'm curious. Tell me what they are."
0: <laughs> well, they started off as three. Um, remember when I said I went around and interviewed people? Yes. I said, and then why aren't you juicing anymore? You saw the results. And um, they said, I need something simple, I need something easy, blah, blah, So I went back home and I go, what are the three things that I could do to share with people that could make the most difference without, without them having to buy a juicer? The number one thing, and I found that less than 5% of the population in the world is doing this, is drinking adequate amounts of purified water. And again, the key word there is purified, all water today is polluted. Um, and again, if you're in the city, you have to get the water restructured because the high-pressure pipes make the molecules too big. You'll be drinking it, and you'll just pee it out. It's like a bowling ball trying to go through a chain link fence. How
1: do you get it restructured? You said that before, and I didn't question it, but I should have.
0: Yeah, well, I purchased a machine to do it. Um, I don't know of any other ways yet. I haven't put a ton of time into because I had this machine. It, it works amazing because I went over to this gal's house, and shes I call her Water Woman. Her name is And um uh, it's, that's Polish for Donna.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I am curious. Yeah.
0: I, I had a heart Danusha, I'm like, how do you spell that? It's, she's like D-A-N and then it's ouch, dot com. That's her website. I call her Water Woman, Dinusha.com. Yeah. So there's a plug for her. Yeah. But she is awesome. And, um, so... She was trying to sell me on this machine and and I'm like, I know about that machine. I've known that before you even got into that business and blah, blah, blah. And then she puts me on the phone with this dude and he's like, Tim, just go drink the effing water. And I'm like, okay. I open my mind. I go over there. I drink it. I drink 15 – I drink um, a quart of it and I wait 15 minutes. Uh, She puts a little salt under my tongue and then I drink another quart and then about 24-minute mark. Boom, my arms started tingling, my brain kicked on. And it was like that moment that I had back at the Hippocrates Health Institute. And I'm like, holy crap. She gave me a third quart. In 30 minutes, I drank three quarts of water,
1: wow. which is a lot. Yeah. And
0: I normally I couldn't do that. I'm the water guy. I'm telling everybody drink a
1: yeah, lot of water, drink yeah, a lot yeah. of water.
0: So I'm sorry that I can't do this in, in in the metric system, but it's half of your body weight in liquid ounces daily. Yeah. Wow. That's the rule of thumb that we learned and I followed and it's got to be purified, and again, in the city, it has to be restructured. So what happened was, is normally I drink a lot of water. What
1: is the machine called?
0: It's called um, uh, a K8. K- a K8. Because
1: I've, I've seen—is that the ones? I've had the one where they take everything away and then rebuild it. Is that the one? Those ones?
0: No, I, I have a triple pure. I have a purification system. I run my water through first because that's number one. And then I run it through this system, and then it restructures it, makes the molecules really tiny, so it's like sand going through the fence, not the bowling balls. And then it alkalizes it, and then it also charges it with molecular hydrogen. So it literally goes in and it's a cell transfer of energy. So that's probably enough on water. But the reality is, is get a lot of freaking water in your body. I had one lady drop 50 pounds in eight months, and all she did was implement that drinking lots of water deal. Core secret number two, chewing your food until liquefied. Okay, less than 4% of the population is doing this. Again, I talked about those ducts in your mouth, screening the amylase and the lipase. It breaks down your starches and your fats. If you don't chew your food, you're going to have fermentation and gut rot. But if you do chew your food, you can get digestion and assimilation of nutrients. And what's even more important that I learned from that 80-year-old guy, Dr. Gabriel Cousins, I don't know if you know about him, he's raw, living food vegan. He is 80 and he can do 30 pull-ups. He said that when you stimulate by chewing more, that you stimulate the meridian points in your teeth and you can up... You regulate your serotonin by up to five hundred percent. That's the happy juice. So people yeah. that are depressed, simply by chewing your food well, chewing it till liquefied, you can be happier. That's cool. There's a byproduct of doing what nature intended. Yeah. Core secret number three. Now that you've chewed your food well and you preloaded all these foods with these digestive enzymes, avoid liquids with meals. Why? Because if you have purified, restructured water or wine or beer or apple juice or orange juice, you're now going to dilute those enzymes you work so hard to chew and ma- make in your mouth and you're going to go right back to fermentation and gut rut. So rule of thumb for beginners, stop drinking liquids 30 minutes before and then wait an hour after you eat and then start drinking a lot of liquid again. If you have stage four something or you're Olympic level athlete or you just want to look super young and vibrant, stop drinking an hour before and wait two hours after you're done eating and then drink a lot of liquids. Less than 2% of the population is doing that. Now, the last one, less than 1% of the population is doing this. Would you agree that we live in a stressed-out world today? Yes. Don't we all just want to get outside and not get fined?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway,
0: so anyway, the last thing is breath work before you eat. Simply by taking a big breath in through your nose like this. Pause at the top and then release out through the mouth or it could be out the nose, it doesn't matter, but just pause and take some deep breaths for just a minute, maybe two minutes max, that's it. And be, be grateful for having food and the presence of the people around you and bring the blood from the extremities back into the organ systems. Because when you live in a stressed out life, even if you think you aren't stressed, you are. Your body can't recognize the difference. It still thinks a saber tooth tiger is trying to get you. So the blood leaves the organ systems to fight or flight and it's in your arms and hands and feet. So by calming with the breath you can bring your stress down and you bring the blood back so you can actually digest that food. Mm. I promise the listeners if you stack these four things together in your life this is the foundation to our program and this is this is even before the products and when we people hear me especially like in Australia because it shipping times longer
1: mm. especially now gosh we get we get mail once a year <laughs> with the pandemic. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but we have people reaching out to us via email and on the phone and saying hey bro, hey dude, I'm doing your I've been doing your core four secrets and I'm already feeling better. I have more energy. My gas and bloating is improving. I'm getting better. I'm losing weight. And they haven't even touched a supplement yet. Wait till those things come together. And how do you remember to do this? Take your phone out and program these things into your phone to remind yourself because they use television programming to program us. You can do the same thing with your phone. Program that subconscious mind. You know, at lunchtime, just type in a recurring appointment. Chew food. Avoid liquids. Um, Breath. Probiotics, enzymes, repeat, done. Lunch and then dinner time, same thing. Chew food, um, uh, uh, avoid liquids, breath, enzymes, and repeat. And then every day, whether you're getting ready to eat, you've already ate, you're in the middle of it, your phone goes, you look down, you see all that. Between 90 and 120 days, I promise you, you'll be have a hard time to forget it. <laughs> and your health's going to improve. Absolutely.
1: You Thank you so much, Tim. So where can people find you, follow you, support you, work with you, all those things? I'll obviously have all this in the show notes, but just for you to just say it to the listeners now.
0: Sure. Well, if, for a lot more free information, they can go to the Health Hero Show. It's on most of the major platforms, the Health Hero Show. And our main website is chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. And um, uh, we created a special discount code for you guys. So if you want to try this stuff out, I people go to the website like, what do I do? I'm just like, go to the product section, click on the savings bundles, and then just you know the jumpstart pack. That's a good kickstart. Or you can go all the way up to like, I do what's called the total energy and detox bundle. That's what I personally do on a monthly basis and if they just type in the word HOPE or hope at checkout they'll get 5% off their first order compliments of Corinne. Oh, Thank you so you're much.
1: so welcome. Thank you so much. It was so wonderful talking to you, Tim. I absolutely loved hearing your story. And it's it's just I think each each person who comes on this show brings their own like just another – a new perspective and new ideas, and I, and I love that. So if you're listening and you're like, that's just a, just a new take on it, and I really think it's beneficial because each person absorbs information in, in different ways and they all – it all hits parts of us in when we're on our healing journey. Do you know what I mean? Like different things hit you. Like for me, listening to you today and thinking about the water and the chewing and that deep breath before eating, like that's slowing down because so many of us are in that high-stress, fight-or-flight response state – like what a what a beautiful, beautiful tip, and I've never ever had that tip on what well, any of them actually on the show before, so it was really refreshing and exciting and i love I love hearing your whole journey and the process that that went on to kind of get you where you are today, and the work that you're doing is just very exciting so thank you so much for coming on the show and chatting with me yeah it
0: was it was my pleasure, and um I hope you get a good response from this. I hope your listeners get good results, and um I always tell people. Man, just put yourself first. Please put yourself first because if you try to take care of everybody else, then a wheel falls off. You can't take care of anybody and you're really not setting a good example for your kids. Do you really want your kids to be where you're at? If not put yourself first, lead by example, and give them permission to to do the same and be an inspiration. And that's the way to do it.
1: Yes. I actually think that when you said that you ruined that family holiday in the beginning of the episode, like I was such a shock to hear that was your kind of, because like, I had surgery, emergency surgery. I was flown, I went in this car, you know, like it was a teeny car and I was really in pain and suffering. And like, and then you had this surgery. What was the surgery on in the end, sorry.
0: Yeah, I had my I had my appendix removed oh, right my before it burst right be- right before it bursted.
1: Oh. And then back
0: then they're like, Oh, it's an appendix, it's it's worthless. Well, guess what? The appendix might be the most important organ in your body. Ooh. Because it regulates these bacteria and communicates with your brain. So it's actually a communicator for your immune system. Wow. Crazy. So I don't have one of those right now. So I'm I know that. And I was also not breastfed because I was adopted at childbirth. So I have two major Major immune deficiencies for my life, I never breastfed, I never got the natural antibodies for my mom's breast milk and I was and I had my appendix removed two major things so for me, I'm doing every single thing I can I'm on a pursuit um, and my coaching students know this I'm always trying I have more I have two more products coming right now that I will be testing on myself and I'm always detoxing and learning I, I candida i help people with get rid of candida we we do liver flushes with our clients and get the gallstones out and the liver stones we do kidney flush we do everything i will try and do anything on me and if it works then i'll share it with
1: my clients awesome awesome i, I love your passion and your energy in relation to healing and health it's contagious like i can see it in you like no one, this is an audio only but i can see it in you and it's just wonderful to see that enthusiasm because that is why people are just so drawn to work with you and to to hear your story and to get those results for themselves because they're seeing you know, like you're, a, you're a visual representation of what a healthy living at 47 years old looks like.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to hit 50. And I just I love it. That people are like, like, if I'm telling a story or something, we're talking, you know, people usually talk about themselves. That's what they love the most. And they're talking about their kids like, Tim, do you have any kids? I'm like, yeah, I'm, my, my oldest is 20. He's down at University of Oregon. And my oldest or my other one, 17. He'll be 18 here in October. He's, he'll, he's a senior at Tualatin High School. And they're like, wait a minute. How old are you? And I was like, I'm 47. They're like, what? You know, they just, they can't believe it. They don't get it. And I'm like, I'm telling you. See, here's the deal. When I went to Hippocrates, I looked around. Remember I told you all those people looked younger? Yeah. They've been on the program. Yeah. And I said, I learned that the whole body, every single cell in your body, if I was to take it out and catalog it, come back in seven years, all those cells are gone. They're all new. In seven years, you can completely regenerate your body. And I made a decision at that institute I'm either going to keep doing what I'm doing and in seven years be where I'm at or I can completely regenerate myself and have a whole new body. And I chose the latter of the two and I freaking did it. And now I'm one of those people that I was looking at going, how the hell do they look so good at their age? And it's simple. It's not hard. This is not complicated it really isn't
1: yeah i have to hang up but you just reminded me of a really cool thing and i i imagine that you you and i both like very cool things I'm, i i can sense it but with that information i just the other day i was speaking to this person cuz i've been learning hypnosis and all these different techniques recently for my for my own work and self and improvement they're talking about what you're saying that we regenerate every 7 years our cells are always regenerating and replacing and we don't ha- we're not the same cells as we were 7 years ago and they're like He was like, so really your unconscious mind is the one that keeps your scars being there. Like it believes a scar should be that you identify with having a scar there, but technically without your unconscious mind believing that I have a scar here, I'm pointing to, it shouldn't be there because your body totally regenerates every single cell in every seven years, but He's like, it's, it's, we're, our unconscious mind is in control of us keeping the the scars and those kind of things because there's no other reason why it should be there. So when, when we think about quantum healing, like Deepak Chopra talks about and Dr. Dispenza talks about, they're just like, there's no reason for this scar, like physiologically, like there's no biological reason for this scar to exist except from, I believe it exists and it reinforces my model of the world that I have a scar on my hand because it should be gone. Like It just should have been replaced. Anyway, I thought that was fascinating.
0: Well, it is, and that's, that's my next thing. That's my next big thing, Dr. Joe Dispenza and all that stuff and quantum healing because I believe it's true. I just don't know how to do it yet. But I'm I'm on that path. And guess what? Seven to 10 years from now, I'm either going to figure it out or I'll be where I'm at. I want to figure that out.
1: Me too, Tim. So keep me posted because it's my new passion. I'm just deep diving into this right now. i to find
0: a scar and get rid of that sucker. I had this one right here from baseball. I, I, a guy jumped in when I slid into third base and he put his cleat into me and I can still see it. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's I, not there. <laughs> absolutely. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to talk to you, but I'll hang up on the recording. So thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: I appreciate being here. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much, Tim, for coming on the show. And thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the Health Hero Show on iTunes and Stitcher and to check out chemicalfreebody.com and chemicalfreebody on social media. For listeners of this podcast, Tim is kindly offering 5% off his products over at www.chemicalfreebody.com if you enter the promo code HOPE. So head over there to get your discount. And thanks again, Tim, for that generous offer and for coming on the show and sharing your incredible story. It was great talking with you. I absolutely loved your enthusiasm and passion and commitment to helping people to feel better and live their best lives. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you all next week. Bags are packed, are you ready to go?
0: This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other